1: Zach Thomas is on the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. So Zach, uh, we know played linebacker in the NFL for 13 seasons, but a decade with the, with the dolphins, he is a dolphins legend. Now he's a football Mm -hmm. legend officially. (laughs) And, uh, every year when the hall of fame inductees were announced and we didn't hear his name, all of Miami led by Channing Crowder, all of Miami was outraged. And then uh, finally, last week, uh, Zach heard what we've all wanted him to hear, which is he'll be entering the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And he's joining us now. And congratulations, Zach. We've seen the, uh, we've seen the video. So just take us through it here at the beginning. Uh, what, what were you feeling when you see Jimmy Johnson in your house and you realize you're going to be one of the Hall of Fame inductees this year?
2: Well, Hawk, uh, a lot of those anonymous accounts were, were me. I just have nothing but time. <laughs> I ain't got a job right now. and So I was just typing away. But, uh, but yeah, man, it was very powerful. And, uh, you know, especially for Jimmy, you know, to be here. You know, I couldn't even get up the stairs. man. I couldn't breathe. When I walked up the stairs, my mom set me up. She took me to lunch. I walk up the stairs. I see Jimmy in that gold jacket. And, man. I cried, man. I cried. Like, you can ask Channing, you know, even back in the day when I'd get up in front of the team or especially the defense, I'd cry, but nobody even crack a smile, man. You know what I'm saying? Because they knew how much uh, passion I had, how much love I had for them, for the team. But, yeah, man, for a guy that, that gave me everything, uh, for him to be there, you can't get Jimmy out of his house, man. I uh, <laughs> went down. When I got engaged, I took Ritz and my wife. Down to meet Jimmy, so we hung out having drinks, and I told him about our engagement, and he said, straight to her, because you know Jimmy's straight to the point, he's like, I don't do funerals, I don't do weddings, I'm like, oh, no worries, coach, man, you're the best, you know, that type of stuff, but, but man, for him to get out of his house, and surprise me, man, it was a powerful moment, one moment that I'll remember for the rest of my life.
3: Yeah, Zach, I was gonna bet you ten thousand. You, you, you can't not cry on stage in Canton, but that's a waste of money on your end because your ass is gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> he, used to, he used to cry at, 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 at halftime speeches, Hawk. Zach gonna cry.
2: Yeah, you know, you know, Channing, I'm a crier, man, and and <laughs> the good thing is, you guys would always bust my chops afterwards. But when I'm giving that talk, man, you always gave me respect, especially you, man, and I really appreciate our relationship. You know, but this cry right here, man. I'll tell you what, Hawk. I called, well, I texted uh, Channing yesterday, and he's at a spa getting his manicure, pedicure, and facial done. And and uh, I saw him earlier in the year, and he's like, "Hey, you want a drink?" He's drinking white wine. I'm like, "Man, this guy's getting soft, man." I want to. Uh, I think I can take him, and and he he challenged me right in the parking lot where we were at, and you know, two old men over there trying to. <laughs> you know, live back the old days, you know what I'm saying? So, but it, it's pretty good, you know, but uh, a lot of love for you, Channing, man. It's, uh, I really miss the, uh, miss you and a lot of my teammates.
3: Yeah, Zach, and that's one thing I was going to say, man, because you talk about Jimmy and you talk about how much love I always give you on the um on radio and on and social media and all that, Zach. But now, since this announcement, bro, I know people have been reaching out to you. I saw that you turned your uh, notifications off on your phone because I know so many people were texting you. But now, can you appreciate it, bro? You're so modest. Can you please just tell me I was a bad man on that field? I'm one of the best linebackers ever played this game. Can you let the humble go for a little while, big dog?
2: <laughs> no, man. I tell you what, because we had some bad men around us, Channing. You know that, man. And we, used to, me and you, used to do a lot of talking, and let all those big guys do all the dirty work. And you know, I will say this, man. Now, Channing, you can say, "Hey, man, I got a Hall of Famer cut in my twelfth year," because <laughs> and, 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 you know, and it's the truth, Hawk. Huh? He, he, uh, you know, when I came into the league. Trace Armstrong was my guy. So I found him. They, they nicknamed me the Baby Elephant, right? So I did everything he did, you know? And I feel like when Channing came in, he was so, like, there was no envy. There was none of that. He just wanted to learn. He respected me, Junior, and anything we told him, he would do. And this guy, let me tell you one. I don't know how long we got, but I got tons of stories. But let me just tell you this one thing. We, we were playing Tampa Bay. And this is his rookie year. And so we have a double-A blitz where we crisscross. And so right before the play, Channing's like, Zach, who goes first? And knowing the first guy always gets blown up, I said, you. And so he goes in there, and I come around, and I, I, make, the, I make the play. We get off the field. We'll go over the sidelines. Nick Saban's yelling at me. And he's yelling at, at Channing. And he says, Channing, you're supposed to go second. And Channing looked over at me like crazy, and I just winked at him. And that's a classic <laughs> smile I got out of him that he's going to get in his playbook. And ever since then, man, that dude learned his playbook just as good as me. And that's why George Edwards was our linebacker coach pretty much in my last year said, hey, we got a guy that's young, and he's a baller. He'll have you lined up. Because that's the one thing that's, uh, that's not really – it's, it's kind of overlooked – is everybody just thinks, oh, when they come out in the formation, you just slide the line, things like that. There's so many more things that you can do in changing the call, especially if you're a defensive coordinator at linebacker on defense. I mean, when they come out and there you got the down the distance, you got to look at, you got the splits, you got to look at the depth of the back tells you something, all these tells, and you can try to get yourself not to win just a play but not to get beat on a bad play because – the defensive coordinators that are calling the play, it, they're guessing to pretty much what they're in, but they don't get to see the formation usually. And so that's up to you. And Channing, he got that down. Even at times where I changed some holdups that he would he would correct me. And I'm like, you're right. We go back to it. And and that was something that I knew. I'm proud, man. I'm proud that I got to teach him a little bit of the game because I'm up in my league, ages undefeated. I mean, I took Jack Del Rio's job in his 11th year. He took mine. I'm proud for that, to pass that on. You know what I'm saying?
3: Oh, man. And like I always tell people, I didn't replace Zach Thomas. I just – I played middle linebacker for the Dolphins after Zach Thomas. But you want to tell a story, ZT? I need some clarity because we've been telling this story wrong for a long time. Now we're both together. We're at camp my rookie year. I didn't know people cuss out head coaches, but that's after truck already cussed out Nick Saban. And now I didn't know what to deal with. <laughs> we're at, we're in a, um, we're in a team drill and you figure out that we're, our defense does not work against their offense. And you get to check in set left. Hey, YB roll, right. Oh, uh, slide left. Hey, four, uh, you know, nickel, nickel, nickel. You start doing all that crap you did. And you kept putting us in the best defense to win. And Saban got mad. And then Saban yells at you. I remember you saying, I made this damn team. Was your response to Saban (laughs) when he yelled at you? You say you didn't say, I made this damn team. What did you yell at Saban when he questioned you about adjusting your defense?
2: Well, going back, you know, the Thursday practice, at the end of practice, we always compete against the offense in a two-minute drill. And we do our defense, they do their offense. And I figured it out because I was an older vet, like, man, they're putting us in bad situations, you know, just to get our offense's confidence. You know what I'm saying? Because they, you know, yeah. they weren't always the best. And and the thing is, I'm like, I don't care. I want to keep our confidence up. I want to compete. So I would change the calls. And that's when, yeah, save and tried me. But, he, you know, here's the thing, man. You know, he hasn't earned the respect, like a Belichick or some who has talked to Tom Brady that way. It's different. George Edwards, you know him in, in our meeting room chatting. Yep. He talked to me like that. I'd say, hey, I wanted him to be hard on me. But Saban just got to the team, and he hadn't earned the respect of anybody yet. And he cursed me out in front of you guys. And that was the one thing. I went upstairs. He softened up when he's upstairs one-on-one, and then he just said, hey, Zach, I'm trying to help the team out, telling you things. I am like, hey, I'm going to be here, Coach, before you leave. I'm going to be here. Before you get here, I'm going to be here after you leave. And I said, hey, there's more guys. And you know, Channing, in that draft class that you had that were lazy that he wouldn't get on his guys. I wasn't his guy. He tried to trade me to Green Bay, man, you know, for Javon Walker or something. And that's when I – from the beginning, I didn't like the guy. But it was – it motivated me. He didn't think I was ready for the 3-4. But I played better in the 3-4 than I did in my 4-3, right? So, I always – that was my motivation always was to never – prove, or satisfy the haters. And I, I, I give it to Saban, man. He had us prepared. He had a great staff. Um, had a lot of that staff tell me I was, I was their hero after uh, cursing back. But, but uh, you know, it, it was good times. But it was just, uh, you know, my pride because I took a lot of pride in all the hard work I put in at work, you know. So, but, you know, Saban gave me a text out. No, he didn't. But I'll just I'll just say that uh, to congratulate. But I'm just joking.
1: (laughs) Zach Thomas is with us. I love him even more now because I don't have any fond feelings for Nick Saban. (laughs) But you you're saying all these nice things about Crowder. But he's told us stories over the year, Zach, over the years, where you would have binders, three ring binders for each game, each opponent, where he said you would watch game film for hours. And I know Crowder obviously starting the, the league for a number of years at linebacker, you know what you're doing. But was there any point where you were you would watch Crowder's preparation versus your preparation? And you would say, This guy, he doesn't, he doesn't have the same drive that I do. And obviously he's told us you took him under your wing and, and tried to make, but he had to have annoyed you a number of times.
2: No, no Chang Never annoyed me. But when I first came in the league, I I mean, I didn't know I was just trying to follow. That's why I follow pretty much everything that trace Armstrong did from a stress therapist to massage therapist to different type things to help my game. I was old school, man. This is before iPads or anything like that. You could store it on. I had all these binders and notebooks and, and you know, they scribbled up and nobody could read it but myself. And, uh, you know, it was on offensive coordinators most of the time. It wasn't just, uh, you know, because I'm – you know, we always watch the last three games, right, Channing, uh, of the the team we're about to play. And I'm like – don't they study themselves and their tendencies and all that stuff? So I would go back and find defenses that they play that's similar to ours, to different type games, even if it was the year before if they had the same coordinator. So that's how it kept me on track. And I knew this for me in my game, my my pre-snap was good because you know if you align right, hawk your odds on that play go up. And then if you know your assignment, know how all your help, you know how to get everybody lined up, man, it's sky high. Because most of the time you beat yourself, not the other team. And anytime time we're in a meeting room, right, Channing, like uh, the coach, be like, you lost inside technique. It's always you beating yourself, man. You know, and I feel like that's where I won. And I feel like that's where Channing won when he f- he figured it out by watching me and Junior. So, you know, that's uh, that was my game, man, you know.
3: And, Zach, that's funny you bring up George Edwards because when I go in and I was having those rookie meetings with him, you know, when they're trying to prepare me to play, stuff y'all already knew, he would tell me all the time, you're not trying to impress me. You need to impress Junior and Zach. You got to impress those vets that want to play with you. If Zach tells me he doesn't want to play next to you, your ass ain't getting on that field. And that's when, like, it clicked to me. Like, this is – like he was always say, don't get over Coach. Don't get overcoached. It's not about the coaches. It's about the guys around you trusting you. And that was the one thing I learned from that situation with you is that when you finally trust me, and when I got, I trusted myself to be able to know I could play. Because if Zach knows I'm being my right spot, then I know that I know the defense well enough to be there. But talking about the film study, Zach, just one the story I tell all the time: Chris Thanksgiving Day, uh, Detroit Lions. You kept telling me shoot my gap, and at halftime I was like, why'd you, why do why do you keep telling me shoot my gap? And you said, and so many cuss words, but I'll clear it up. The bleeping offensive coordinator they have ran that same bleep when he was with San Diego in the late 90s, or something crazy like that, Zach. And till this day, I still tell people that story, and they're amazed. What's some crazy crap that you know? Because for you to remember in 2006 or seven, a run scheme against 12 personnel in 99. That was quite impressive, Zach. Is there something crazy you remember that you just knew that nobody else would have known?
2: Well, going back to the very start on trust, Chad, you know that. Like, you know, I watched Junior Sale, man. He was a hero of mine. Even when I was in college, I got a signed poster. I mean, it was above my bed, you know. God rest, Junior, man. Love that dude just like I love you. And, uh, you know, he was a guy that always just shot the. The gap, and sometimes you remember he would just be saying "Apple baby" because he's hitting the A gap or B gap, and it wasn't a blitz call. We'd be like, "What, Junior?" And nobody would say anything to it, but he'd always say, "Hey, listen, nobody's going to remember the mistakes you made. They're going to remember all those big plays." And you know, Junior was just blowing people up. He would disrupt something just when he saw something, and that's why I'm trying to tell you, don't get OC. Always to you, Channing. I wanted you to play fast. You know, I mean, you can't. You got to go out there and react and. And, hey, I might have new some plays when I'm out there, and I would let the quarterback know. But if you even know the play, you can overrun it. You know what I'm saying? So you've got to react always. I wanted to play fast. But I think what you're saying when it came to – I remember one time we're playing Peyton, and, you know, we always – Peyton had to change the code – I mean, the color code every uh, series. Because we played them twice a year when they were in our division. And so I remember short yardage. They didn't have a lot of short yardage. They had two backs. And they split the the, the Y out wide and got an I. So I just call out lead draw. Because, I mean, on my notes from the year before and the year before, when they go with the Y outside, they're running the lead draw. So I yell out lead draw. And I blow it up. And we make the play. And then Peyton off one play. Thinks I'm in their playbook when I wasn't, because you know they were so good at changing the code color in between series because they knew we knew their numbers, you know, and things like that are priceless when when you can know before the snap what they're doing, but you still got to make the play. You know that, and uh, yeah. but they gave me way too much credit on that stuff. But man, nothing like their faces when you call out their play. Before the snap, man. that's stuff I Stop
3: miss. saying, stop saying they give you too much credit. That is my goal for the next year plus. I'm gonna make you i am pre- I'm gonna make Zach Thomas appreciate Zach Thomas. That's well, my goal, I, I, bro. I was gonna ask you this, Zach, because we know famously you don't like
1: to talk about yourself, and you don't like to, you know, accept the accolades that everyone wants to give you. But you're talking about Peyton Manning there. When, when we came back and did our show after you had been uh, announced as a new inductee in the Hall of Fame, I was reading some quotes and we read a quote on the air from Dan Marino and a quote from Jimmy Johnson. But there was a quote that we read from Peyton Manning where he talks about you being the guy that he had the most difficult time with. That when he was looking across the line and Zach Thomas was on the other side, That you were the guy in his career that he had the most difficult time with. But what happens? You don't like, you're going to have to talk about yourself and your career for uh, a while now, leading up until the induction. But you're just not comfortable with it.
2: No, I mean, I never felt comfortable with with talking about myself, man. Even kind of cringe with somebody just talking, ah, 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 when when it's a team game, you know, Hawkins. I'd rather talk about all these stories of Channing. Like, Channing, good energy, man. He had the same good energy as Junior. You know, Channing, he's the guy. You go in the locker room always talking. That's why he fits radio, but he's always talking. You go in the shower, he's got his back-to-the-water guy. You know, we're talking about everybody. (laughs) You, you, you go to the you go to the urine on he's bumping elbows talking about the blitz. What are we gonna do in there, like, dude? Man, let's let's talk about that in the locker room, man. Like he's one he's one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? But you love him. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's it's, it's an episode for Kirby Enthusiast, You know, it's one of those guys. Just, you know what I'm saying? He's just a uh, good energy man. That's the stuff that I miss more. Nobody when I ever hear anybody talk about themselves on that kind of like, Oh man, come on, man. Like I don't feel comfortable with, I'd rather crack on Channing right now. You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) What, what, what though? Uh, because Dolphins fans, I, I, you have to know how much they love you. I mean, Dolphins fans, very, very rarely in sports radio. Can you have a topic where every single person agrees? And every year that your name wasn't announced for the hall of fame, and Channing would come on the air and rail about it. It would be text after text, and you'd see it on Twitter, tweet after tweet of people going, Zach Thomas belongs in the Hall of Fame. And there's never an opposite side. No one was ever texting in, well, I don't think so. So you know how beloved you are by Dolphins fans. What, What have you been doing? Because you could be doing broadcasting, you choose not to, you could certainly be more active on social media and, and you're not. So just for Dolphins fans who love you and are are thrilled that you're going into the hall of fame, what have you been doing? What takes up your time?
2: Man, uh, I mean, I got three kids and travel soccer. I'm over here trying to learn their formations and some four, four, two and stuff like that. But I'm trying to coach them. I, I'm not a very good coach because they don't listen by the way, but, uh, <laughs> I I try to, you know, do some real estate, do some other things to keep me going. But back to the Dolphin fans, I'll try to be quick on a story that after I got cut by the Dolphins, you know, Parcells told me that, you know, you're 35 and linebackers decline after 35. So I'm like, man, I want to – because it's just the competitive nature. I want to shove it in his face, right? So I said, where am I going to go in the division? And so I said, I ain't going to the Jets. Hell no. I ain't doing that. So I go, I said, okay, let's go visit Bill Belichick. So I go out to Bill Belichick and the genius himself, I want to learn from him, whatever. And they have that stacked defense. So I'm sitting across from Bill in a chair. He said, Zach, we're going to offer you. And um, I said, and he says, but I can't give you number 54. I'm like, man, Teddy Bruce is a legend, man. I ain't, I don't want 54. I said, I want 53. That's Larry Izzo's number, that my best friend at the time, you know, and he he got a good little smirk out of him, you know. And and uh but he offered me and I said, Let me think about it. And I slept on it and woke up the next morning and said, Hell no, man. I can't let down the fans, you know, because they got my back, you know. So that was one of those things. I don't want to get choked up right now, I'm gonna cry, but but that's one of those things that that come back. You know what I'm saying, and they always been good to me. So I thought I thought it was the right move. So I went to Dallas, playing out of position, and you know, uh, it was it, it worked out. It worked out.
3: And and Zach, like we we've tried a number of times to get you to talk about yourself, bro. And I knew you weren't, but we had to try. What does the Hall of Fame mean to you? And I know this is a generic question, but knowing you know how hard you work and knowing that you kind of you don't. I want to say don't like accolades, but you don't care about personal achievements the same way others do. The Hall of Fame, bro, it's a personal achievement. What does it mean to you, being the person you are, but now the world recognizing that you were one of the best to ever play this game?
2: Man, it means everything for, for all our teammates, man. All that hard work. I wouldn't change a thing. You know what I'm saying? Because when we would go into on Sunday, we had each other's back. You know, for my D linemen. Sam and Pat on the outside, J T, Trace, Truck, Timbo. Man, come on, man. You know Timbo. I'd still be playing if he was still playing. I promise you, I didn't get touched, you know? And so yeah. it's one of those deals. All the linebacker corps that I had, I could just keep going. There's so many people that played his part. I'm uh I'm grateful for my parents. They they, they did a great job with definitely keeping me discipline, humble and work ethic my dad he works his ass off and um and he taught me that man he was raised poor and you know the story and and uh yes. it was it was special man you know knowing that and uh be able to represent you guys in Canton in August man I'm gonna be proud man yeah I'm gonna be crying Shannon but man
1: <laughs> I gotta That's get okay, through
2: brother. it somehow yeah
1: is uh is Channing on the short list of people to induct you or is he on the short list for putting together the post-induction party?
2: Oh, well the party for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs)
1: Hey, he will definitely
2: be the party. I'll tell you what. Um, but that's one thing too, Hawk. Like, yeah, one time Channing wanted to do everything. He might've told a story, but he wanted to do everything I did. And then, uh, you know, he kind of starts struggling a couple games. I said, I told him one day, I said, dude, go back to being yourself. You have to be aware of yourself to get the best out of yourself. Your mindset, if you have to go out, be yourself. So he went back balling again. And I knew one time we he missed the team meeting in the start. And then we were in a defensive meeting room. And I'm kicked back. And I, the lights are out. We're watching film. And he comes in about 45 minutes late with Derek Pope. You remember this, Channing. And they sit down, and they still have their backpacks on. They look like, you know, they're, they're in so much trouble. And then he has the di- audacity to freaking ask a question to the coach. Hey, coach, what about this uh, – what am I supposed to do here after coming in like 45 minutes late? Like, dude. Hey, George, do you remember that? And so yep. I said, Channing's back, man. And he went back to balling again. So I was like, hey, I love
3: <laughs> I love it. He, he got fine. <laughs> The, the middle of that story, Hawk, is that I tried to be Zach. Like you talking about you, I took on Zach's diet. I started making this crap called Super Soup, where he'd have this meat and this rice and this kale and all this crap mixed up. And he was playing at a all-pro level. And I'm like, hey, if I eat Super Soup, and if I don't drink liquor, and if I don't go to the club, I'll be Zach Thomas. I literally had the worst stretch of games I had in my career. And Zach did, I don't know, he knew it at the time when he was saying, when he told me, like, go back to being you. He was saying, bro, go eat your wings, go drink, go party, because you play better that way. And he's dead on, I went to play a lot better once I had some Hennessy in my system and some chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew, right, he knew you were back when you walked in late with the backpack.
1: <laughs> That's when he knew. He's Louis like, Crowder's back. back.
2: <laughs> he could he couldn't do that nine ten hours of sleep a night thing. It was a boring lifestyle, but it worked for me, man. I knew I'd be more, you know, focused in the meeting rooms when I got good sleep. So sleep was number one for me. But for Channing now, nah, man, he needs like three or four hours, and then he just he'd be all right. He' ready to go on Sundays. That's what what was uh was awesome, man.
1: Still. He still only needs three, four hours of sleep. That is amazing. Still running, ZT. Uh, I, can, I cannot uh I cannot sometimes believe <laughs> how how little sleep he works on. Uh Zach Thomas, he's going to the Hall of Fame. It's very deserved. We've been oh. waiting a while. He's very humble, but uh that story I, I can tell you as a Dolphins fan. That story about having the opportunity to sign with the Patriots and deciding not to because you felt some sort of kinship with Dolphins fans and Dolphins Nation. That is a story I will never forget. And I think that uh, that really is like such a great encapsulation of who you are and why Dolphins fans just appreciate you and why. Crowder is always so effusive in his praise of you and and when he talks about you Zach it's not just the on the field stuff it's the off the field stuff as well i mean he holds you in such high regard and and uh i'm not certain how many people Crowder holds mm. in in the high regard that he does you so um, it's, it's it's Zach it's, it's Zach and that's it <laughs> Zach got a list of his own cuz yeah, just I'll tell on you the what, field the but...
3: work Man, the father, you just watching you, you know, father, the kid, Zach, you know, this stuff we don't talk about when we're together, but man, you as a husband, you as a father, you as an entrepreneur, like you, you downplay everything you do, bro. And I'm, I'm your cheerleader. I'm your, your split star. I'm your side man to be able to tell the world how honest and awesome you are as a human being. They watch you on the field, bro. But off the field stuff that I am privy to and that I'm blessed to be able to see, man. It's just it's you're in the league your own, bro. And I tell the world that every time I get a chance.
2: I know that, man. And and let me tell you, Hawk. When when I get together with Channing, it's just the opposite. He's cracking on me the whole time. He's uh, <laughs> but I appreciate that that love, man. And that's why hey, I don't do a lot of these. You know, you know. uh yeah. I we uh know. You know. Yeah. So it's just, this is the first one that that I've done and, and I'll do another one tomorrow with your station with Joe Rose. And, and, uh, then I'll be back, you know, disappearing until the, till the induction, man. So it's just, <laughs> but I, hey, I love, I love y'all show. Cause it rem- brings back good memories. It reminisces, especially hearing Channing go off on, on his days. I, I, uh, I really appreciate you guys, man. And, and, uh, I wish you guys all the best. But uh but Channing, man, we gotta get together. We gotta get together for sure.
3: Hell yeah. I'm am gonna set up. we see we'll have we'll have the Hall of Fame, bro, and that'll be awesome. And there's a bunch of dudes calling me about Canton, man. I it's going you're gonna be mind blown how many people show up because everyone loves you. And the party afterwards, I know Zach. We need to have a party to the party, to the Hall of Fame, to the party, <laughs> totally ran by me, where I coordinate it all.
2: Okay. I mean, but you can't surprise me, man. I don't like surprises, man. You know I'll start crying again. No, don't be trying that, Channing, man. Hey, seriously. I got you, man. Hey. hey. All right, man. Yeah, you got me. (laughs)
1: You got him nervous now, Crowder. You got, you got him yeah, nervous man. Now. No, Zach.
3: Party bus, back to the old days. Back to, back to Crip Walk. It sounds walking, like Crowder man. wants to start the party tomorrow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then, And then go I, all the way up this, until the induction.
3: Zach, I want Crip walking and Jordan flip-flops on South Beach, Zach, back.
2: Man, hey, you know, those are good times. And, and I'll tell you what, when the Crip Walk breaks out, man, I'll – Maybe at our party afterwards, uh, I'll break that crib walk out um, after the induction. But, uh, but yeah, man, those were good times. Nowadays, though, I can't make 11 o'clock. I, I'm having my chamomile tea, man. I'm not having – I can't – isn't that sad but I just look forward just to sleep after chasing these animals I'm raising over here man you know
3: <laughs> yeah you're doing a great job bro man you can't know. wait and like I said yeah. if i don't see you before I I sure as hell to see you after bro
2: yes sir love you
1: Channing hey
3: Hawk thanks love man you, thank you Zach All we right. appreciate it and honestly I'm be
1: uh on behalf of Dolphins Nation congratulations we can't wait to watch the induction
2: hey I appreciate it y'all have a good you one go.
1: Yep. Zach Thomas, the Hall of Famer. I mean, <laughs> if you weren't touched by that story, Dolphins fans, I mean, that was that's wild. That's great. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's just Zach. Man. It's cr- I smile ear to ear the whole time he's on because knowing how much he just hated that 20 Hates. minutes. Hates it. Yes. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get an earful next time I see him about how, yeah, hey, you see what I do for you, mf da But that's Zach, and y'all just see – no matter what he says, you can see his good heart and just the person he is, man. I'm I'm blessed to know him. No doubt. All right, uh, let me talk about life imaging here, and then we'll get into
1: the 4 o'clock hour. We ran long there with Zach Thomas, but to be quite honest, looking at the text machine, and uh, I know from our reaction, we probably could have done that for another 3 or 4 hours.
4: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.